Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Without further ado, it is time for me to give a pat on the back to some people that have done something commendable. That's why they are recipients of The Other Side of Midnight presents Commendations. I want to give a commendation to the state of Texas, namely the uh, people that run the prison system in the state of Texas, because... They are embarking on a very worthy goal and something that ought to be a model for every state in this country. They are going to be making a concerted effort to improve the quality of food in Texas prisons. This is so important. The quality of food in prison is non-existent. It's awful. It's awful. And there's no reason that people, just because they've committed a crime, should have to endure eating uh, slop upon slop. You know, a hot dog with a tortilla, a cup of mush, and a raw potato is what you'd get for breakfast or lunch. Then for dinner, maybe you get a hot dog with a tortilla, a cup of mush, and a raw potato. Well, the Texas prison system has a new goal serving what they describe as slightly more edible food. As part of this long-term strategic plan, the Texas Corrections Agency aims to do away with the worst of prison fare, the meager and sometimes moldy brown bag meals served during lockdowns, which occur regularly and can last for hours. Though lockdown meals have generated complaints for years, the public didn't get a look at how awful they really were until about three years ago, when the Marshall Project and Hearst Newspapers published images of these meals captured with contraband phones. Afterward, the food improved in some prisons, but only for a short time. Now, the Texas Corrections Agency is making plans for more permanent improvements by starting a new culinary training program in hopes of doing away with cold meals together. So I say to the Department of Criminal Justice in Texas, more power to you. I hope you're successful, and uh, I'm sure the prisoners will appreciate this. I want to commend Stuart Grant. This is my kind of 90-year-old. This is a 90-year-old woodcutter who built his own hobbit house. And he revealed that he never watched The Lord of the Rings. But he nevertheless lives in this hobbit house almost completely off the grid despite being nearly 90 years old. He's a great-grandfather, Stuart Grant. He moved into this cottage he bought as a wreck with no roof and no doors back in 1984 while he was renovating a house. But he found it was so satisfying doing all the do-it-yourself work on this quirky building, which dated back 200 years, that he decided to make it his home. He doesn't have a mobile phone or use the Internet. He doesn't drive due to his age. But he loves getting out and meeting people, which is good considering he's been inundated with all sorts of visitors to his home after his house was posted on a French tourist board's recommendation for North Scotland. He says he hasn't watched Lord of the Rings, 
He worked as a joiner and a carpenter for decades. He says it's just a coincidence that his front door is almost the same shape and same kind of wood. So tourists are coming by the busload and meeting Stuart Grant. I give him a lot of credit. I also want to give credit to Gabriel Lovett. Gabriel Lovett is a an alumnus of Florida A&M University and the owner of Tasty Love Food Truck. This is my kind of food truck owner. He is helping fund scholarships for students at his alma mater. He's on a one-man mission to help his local community and his alma mater through food. He was on Good Morning America last week, and he said he's been around cooking his whole life, and he recently discovered a way to share to pair his passion with philanthropy. He tells Good Morning America, I had nothing but cooking jobs going through my adolescence. And in 2018, he saw the south side of Tallahassee needed more food options with a millennial twist. So he created a foundation to offer two $1,000 scholarships per year to deserving, involved students and announced the first winner in tandem with the Tasty Love Grand Opening last week. And um, this is great. I I think it's a great thing. This is a guy who's funding the scholarship with earnings from his business, promoting the scholarship opportunity on social media. I think it's wonderful. Maybe you help people pay for their education a little bit and um, provide some great food in the meantime. This is kind of what Amazon Smile should be if they weren't working so hard to keep it a secret from everybody. I want to commend Providence Day School. There's a dog by the name of Bentley in North Carolina. A nice golden retriever and apparently as friendly as can be. And this dog, unfortunately, lost his leg to cancer. Last year, he's eight years old last year, um, and they had to amputate his right front leg. After the surgery, though, and just these animal stories just make my heart melt. Sometimes it's difficult for me to even make it through these, but I I think it's important for me to commend the students at uh, Providence Day School. Um, After the surgery, Bentley was still very much himself, chasing after tennis balls and sticks, just a lot slower with one less leg. So now he's all smiles because he heard he's going to be getting a prosthetic leg. He, um, Liberto, a math teacher at Providence Day School, realized that some of her students could help Bentley. The students, listen to this, the students in the school's 3D printing class got the assignment and got to work and despite this being a major upgrade to their current projects and anything they were working on i mean they were working on simple stuff like keychains but they were able to come up with a 3d printed leg the 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 students here brandon hollis and his classmates they created a harness and a prosthetic leg after meeting Bentley. And uh, this is just wonderful. This dog is now cancer-free, and he still gets to use the new harness and temporary leg. So um, they're saying, pardon the pun, that Bentley has gotten a new leash on life. Thank you. 
I want to also commend Thurman Thomas and his wife, Patty, uh, along with a local Buffalo man by the name of Jay Wythe. I don't know if you remember Thurman Thomas, but he was a Buffalo Bills. I think he was a running back. Great player for the Buffalo Bills back in the day. You know, I used to really root for the Buffalo Bills and the 49ers. I was sorry to see the Bills lose yesterday, but I'm pleased that the 49ers are still in it. I'm, I'm supporting them now. Um, and this fellow, Jay Wyvey, became known as Merry Christmas Jay after he rescued 24 people during the deadly snowstorm in Buffalo last month. Well, you know what happened Friday? He was surprised with Super Bowl tickets by Bill's legend Thurman Thomas. Thurman Thomas and his wife Patty presented Jay Wyvey with two tickets to next month's Super Bowl in Arizona on behalf of the Bills and Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield. So on Christmas Eve, this fella, Merry Christmas Jay, broke a window of a school while seeking shelter from the blizzard after spending a night sleeping in his truck with two strangers to stay alive. Once inside... He went back out into the storm in search of others who needed help, including seven elderly people who were stranded in their cars, and he single-handedly brought them to safety inside the school. And he earned the moniker Merry Christmas Jay after he left a note for the school explaining why he broke in. This is what the letter said. To whom it may concern, I'm terribly sorry about breaking the school window and for breaking in the kitchen. Got stuck at 8 p.m. Friday and slept in my truck with two strangers just trying not to die. There were seven elderly people also stuck and out of fuel. I had to do it to save everyone and get them shelter and food and a bathroom. Merry Christmas. And he signed the note, Jay. So the local police department shared this letter on social media, along with the images of uh, Jay Wyvie, writing that they would like to find him to thank him for saving all these people's lives. So after receiving these tickets, Wyvie said he can't believe the amount of people who've reached out to him, including thank you letters from Australia. So I know we have some listeners in Australia, so if you're one of those folks that has uh, written to him uh, to say thank you, good for you. I want to commend Buzz Aldrin. I love Buzz Aldrin. I love everything about this guy. I love his toughness. I love his brilliance. I love his boldness. I love that he's still as committed to the space program as ever. I love that he is leading the mission, or leading the movement, I should say, to go to Mars. And that's why I am wishing him the very best of luck, because he got married a fourth time at the age of 93 years old. He got married on his 93rd birthday. Buzz Aldrin, who was, of course, one of the pilots on the legendary Apollo 11 space flight and was one of the first two people to walk on the moon. And the former pilot said that he and his new wife, Anka Fower, were as excited as eloping teenagers, getting married on his 93rd birthday. His wife, Dr. Fower, 63 years old, has a Ph.D. in chemical engineering and uh, is the executive vice president of Mr. Aldrin's company, Buzz Aldrin Ventures. He is uh, an incredible man, and I'm wishing him many, many years of happiness and uh, good health. I must also commend sunsets. Yes, sunsets. Apparently, watching sunsets and sunrises actually improves your health. That's the word, according to researchers from the University of Exeter. 
Their study finds that watching sunsets in the evening or the sunrise in the morning promotes increased perceptions of natural beauty and an uptick in feelings of awe. Now, I don't, because I'm not up when the sun rises anymore, I, not generally anyway, my friend A.C. Mike used to, you could search him on Facebook, A.C. Mike Lopez. I don't know if he still does this, but he used to post a live stream every morning of the sun rising. So um, I guess he found some value to that, but uh, this the authors of this study opted to utilize the latest in computer graphics to show over 2,500 participants images of both urban and natural environments. And whenever these images included a sunrise or a sunset, the group considered them to be substantially more beautiful in comparison to the same shot seen under sunny conditions at any other time of day. Notably, the study also found sunrises and sunsets are capable of triggering significant boosts in people's feelings of awe. So this research basically indicates that these sunsets and sunrises do play a positive role in increasing your and improving your mental health, which I think is great news. I must also commend... Let's see here. Viagra. That's right. Viagra, which is generally known these days as something that uh, may work to improve your libido. Well, uh, Viagra is something that has now been demonstrated to improve your heart health. And listen to this. Some new studies show, and it kind of makes sense because it's all about improving blood flow. But um, this new study shows that Viagra and Cialis users are 25% less likely to suffer early death. And they had 17% lower incidence of heart failure. So Viagra is linked to a much lower risk of death in men. So obviously I'm sure there's more studies to be looked at on this front, but uh, if you're a fella and you've ever been considering taking Viagra, Viagra, not only might it help you be more virile, it might help you live a little longer. So that's certainly good news for uh, anybody that takes Viagra. And if you don't take Viagra, maybe you should start. Um, I want to commend Monica Kelsey. Monica Kelsey is the founder of something called Safe Haven Baby Boxes. Do you know what this is? I mean, it's sad that we're in an era where we need these things, but we do. She founded this thing, which is a device that lets people give up an unwanted infant anonymously. And last week, and i got to thank my co-brother-in-law James for bringing the story to my attention, last week, a newborn was surrendered to Florida's only baby box. It was the first time anyone has used the baby box since organizers placed it at, in an Ocala fire station over two years ago. This is what she said. When we launched this box in Florida, Monica Kelsey did, the founder of this, I knew it wasn't going to be an if, it was going to be a matter of when. This doesn't come as a surprise. So Monica Kelsey was also abandoned as an infant. And she founded Safe Haven Baby Boxes eight years ago. And this program offers a way to anonymously surrender 
an infant to the authorities. The organization launched the first baby box in the U.S. in Indiana in 2016, and the organization received its first surrendered newborn in 2017. There are now at least 134 baby boxes scattered across fire stations and hospitals, and there are plans to establish more baby boxes in Indiana, which already has 92 of them, the most of any state. Now, baby boxes remain controversial. Baby boxes are not a new invention. She, Monica Kelsey said she was inspired to start her organization after she spotted one in South Africa. And while advocates, and I happen to be one, argue that baby boxes help save people's lives, critics say the practice creates a method for people to surrender children without the parent's consent. I hear that, but uh, I still think it's a net positive. I have to commend my cousin, Frankie Benigno. Frankie Benigno is my second cousin. We're both um, uh, great-grandchildren of uh, our grandma, Katie. Well, our great-grandma, Katie, and her husband, Frank. So I guess indirectly we were both named in part for Frank. So we're both – we have the same set of great-grandparents, and I'm commending Frankie, great young man, He is now officially a New York City firefighter. Isn't that something? This is a young man, very bright young man, gave up a rather lucrative career in the world of finance in order to risk his life and serve the city of New York as a firefighter. And um, I couldn't be prouder of him. I think he's going to be a great firefighter. And if any of uh, his chums in the firehouse this week hear this program, be sure to give him a hard time. Uh, I have to give a commendation to the City of London. A new report from Resonance Consultancy ranked the top 100 cities in the world, according to U.S. travelers. And they found that U.S. travelers ranked London as the number one city. In the country. And finally, I want to give a commendation to everyone celebrating Lunar New Year. Now, I realize this is mostly a uh, an Asian holiday, but I think this is great. Um, Lunar New Year festivities vary across all sorts of cultures, all sorts of regions in East Asian and Southeast Asian cultures. And this year, yesterday, marked the first day of the first new moon in the lunisolar calendar and the imminent arrival of spring and the start of the year of the rabbit, which is the fourth sign in the 12-year Chinese zodiac cycle. I, um, I love the Chinese. I love Chinese food. I love Chinese history. I love the Chinese culture. And I love Asian people in general. Now, um, as Jerry Seinfeld uh, asked the question, if I like their race, how can I be racist? Maybe I should not make such a broad generalization, but I am very into Chinese culture, and I love Lunar New Year. There was one – there was only one negative aspect of Lunar New Year, and that was in my heyday of going to Wohop in Chinatown, which my friend Vic and I used to go to every day. And Chinese New Year was the one week a year where the main original Wohop was closed. So we'd have to go upstairs to 15 Mott Street instead of – the original to 17 Mott Street. And anybody that knows anything about Chinatown knows that when it comes to Wohop, 
15 is just, uh, it pales in comparison. That is the lone drawback of Lunar New Year. I love everything about it. I love the dragons. I love the celebrations. love the food. It's a wonderful, wonderful time to celebrate a new year, in this case being the year of the rabbit. All right. Comments, thoughts, uh, open phones, no more guests for the rest of the program. Your opportunity to be heard on any subject. 800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. 